Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? Welcome back to the program. I am your host, Sky Guasco, rolling solo this evening to break down the week 13 waiver wire ads. Please make sure you follow us on the Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter channels for the Fantasy Focused Network. You can also find us on YouTube for the Fantasy Football Network, a bunch of independent channels streamed in one place on one channel, Fantasy Football Network on YouTube. Go check it out. A bunch of our friends, a bunch of people that we have collaborated with on the show in that YouTube channel. So go check it out. Fantasy Football Network on YouTube. You can find us, if you're not watching on YouTube specifically, Fantasy Focused with a D. And of course, on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter as well. Give us a like, subscribe, a thumbs up, hit the bell, leave a comment, rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. The Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast streaming on all live streams. Of course, brought to you by Bet Online and the Believe Podcast Network. We're going to hear from Bet Online in just a second. But I want to just kind of reflect on week 12 and get into week 13 here. So week 12, we had a lot of injuries. I'm going to break down a lot of this running back stuff. We had some, you know, obviously incredible performances from our running backs this last week. And we had some top tier running backs go down. It's that time of year. Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, right? We had some other injuries as well. It is handcuff season. You know, you can debate all day long whether you draft handcuffs or not. Over the last two or three seasons, it's been basically draft Tony Pollard, draft Alexander Madison, and leave all the other handcuffs out there. You could argue this year that, I mean, Jamal Williams, who I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, he was a guy that I was drafting everywhere just in case DeAndre Swift didn't pan out. Obviously, Swift has been incredible, but we saw even a week one against the 49ers, Jamal Williams also got a lot of work. He got his own injury. Now he is back. Swift is out. I'll get into those implications here in a second. But Javante Williams, right, rookie out of North Carolina, he was a middle-round pick with Melvin Gordon. You kind of had both of them in like the sixth, seventh round. Melvin Gordon's obviously the starter coming in. Javante was kind of the backup, but the handcuff, they've been used about 50-50, but we saw this week with still 50-50 usage, Javante Williams is the more efficient back. He's the one that finally scores this week. So he is the guy that I'm taking forward, and I put him as one of my league winners in my uh, episode just a couple weeks ago with Jordan when we broke down our league winners for the second half. So keep an eye on those guys. Of course, we're going to bring up all sorts of handcuffs, but it is handcuff season. We're only have two weeks left until the playoffs. Now, in years past, this is week 13. This would be the last week of the regular season of fantasy football for you know years and years and years and years ago right now you should if your commissioner did right in my opinion moved up the entire week that includes the trade deadline move everything up to next week being the final week week 14 and then the week after that week 15 that's when you actually start the fantasy football playoffs right? We usually start them in 14, 15, have your championship in 16. We skip week 17 in previous years. Now, hopefully you have week 14 as your last regular season matchups. 
Week 15 is the first week of fantasy playoffs. 16, 17 is your championship. Week 18 now with that extra week. Week 18 is going to be that pass week, right? Now we're looking at DFS. We're getting ready for the NFL playoffs, and we'll break all that down for you as well. So hopefully that's the case. If you're still running old school, this is your last week for the fantasy regular season. It is put up or shut up, right? You need to win. You need to get in. Make sure you leave a comment here while I'm streaming live or hit us up in the comment section when you leave a rate and review for the podcast. I'll get to those. Or DM me on Twitter at Sky Guasco. You can find me anywhere at Sky Guasco. S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O. And I will get to as many of your questions as possible. Most trade deadlines have now surpassed. If they have not and you still have last-minute trade questions, hit me up and let me know what you want to do there. All right, once again, rolling solo tonight with the Week 13 waiver Wire ads. But before I go any further, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at BetOnline. Now, BetOnline is back and better than ever. BetOnline is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NFL season and the NBA season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all football and basketball action this season. Make sure to head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V. Five zero, believe fifty to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to NHL to boxing to UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the rest of the 2021 seasons. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, let's move on to the week. 13 waiver wire ads. I'm bring them up here. Now, again, I'm sharing this on my screen here. So if you are watching live, streaming live, then you can kind of follow along with me. If you're on the podcast side, not a problem. Of course, I'm going to break all of these down best that I possibly can for you here in my giant list. Once again, if you're tuning in, Sky Guasco rolling solo tonight with the week 13 waiver wire ads. Okay, let's jump right into it. Now, my top ad. Now, there's going to be a lot of running backs here to add on waiver wires. Not all are going to be available, obviously, but these are the guys you're looking to try to find on your waiver wires if possible. Now, my first guy isn't available in any of my leagues because I drafted him and I've kept him on my team this entire season here, and he's been on my IR half the season, but now he is looking ready to go. That is Jamal Williams. All right, Jamal Williams running back for the Detroit Lions, my number one overall waiver claim in general, and my number one running back. 42% rostered right now, okay? Available in 58% of fantasy leagues. He has Minnesota coming up. Great, juicy matchup this week. Kind of rough for the first week of the playoffs. But if DeAndre Swift misses significant time, which you could with the shoulder injury, you are starting Jamal Williams at Denver, at Arizona. And then he has at Atlanta and at Seattle coming up there. So I don't like the Denver play, but I also don't trust Goff to throw against the Broncos. So there should be a lot of dump offs and running ability there if Swift were to miss time. Now, this is the time of year where, look, if you're 500 or, you know, it's week 13. So if you're like 
you know, seven and five or something, right? Or um, six and six, and you need to make a push to get into your playoffs. I would spend all of your fab on one of these running backs if you can get them, right? It doesn't matter if you have fab next week if you don't make the playoffs, right? You have two weeks here to make the playoffs. So if you need to do that, it is time to spend your fab. It's time to spend your number one waiver uh, claim, right? Now, the order in which I would do that, I've got some guys here on the side, if you can see on my screen here, Van Jefferson, Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Rob Gronkowski, Darnell Mooney, even Justin Fields in Superflex Leagues. Those guys are highly rostered, so they're not on my big board here. However, if any of those guys, again, Van Jefferson, Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Rob Gronkowski, Darnell Mooney, Justin Fields, if any of those guys are available in your leagues, scoop them up before Jamal Williams, okay? Highly unlikely that they are available, right? But Dalvin Cook goes down. He's going to miss two to three games. Zeke has been beat up, and he's still scoring, but he's been beat up, and Tony Pollard just looks better than he does. Rob Gronkowski, a vintage game this last week. He's back and healthy enough. Van Jefferson, easily the number two there, right? He has six or seven targets in all games this season, okay? He is easily the number two there. Odell had a nice catch in this one, and the Rams have been up and down. But Van Jefferson is consistent, deep targets, deep touchdown again this week. He is my number one wide receiver. And then, look, Darnell Mooney, unlikely to be available. But another guy that maybe people don't believe in the Bears, Justin Fields was out, right? He might have just been dropped in, in shorter leagues. He's getting it done with Andy Dalton. He was getting it done with Justin Fields. Allen Robinson's been hurt. Darnell Mooney must be rostered. And Justin Fields in super flex leagues, I like a lot as well and he might have been dropped as well because of injuries they had a bye week just a couple weeks ago so keep an eye open there for justin fields <clears throat> okay back to jamal williams though if none of those guys jefferson madison pollard gronkowski mooney or fields if none of those guys are available let's go to the realistic waiver wire ads jamal williams okay week one against my niners all right 25 fantasy points in ppr nine carries 54 yards and a touchdown eight catches for 56 yards okay now, after that, he came back down to earth and it was pretty much swift leading the way and Jamal Williams playing a backup role, okay? All the way through basically their bye week. He got injured in week seven. He didn't play week eight or week 10. They had a bye week in week nine. Then he comes back at Cleveland, does nothing, right? It's all Jamal Williams, basically. He had seven carries for 11 yards, no catches, okay? Nothing there for Jamal Williams. Last week though, okay? And basically a half, right? 15 carries. 65 yards, five catches on five targets, just 18 yards, but still getting the work. Now, DeAndre Swift leads the NFL in running back targets and running back receptions. If he misses significant time, that is just going to be Jamal Williams. That's what Anthony Lynn wants to do. We saw that with Austin Eckler for years and Melvin Gordon before that, right? It's going to happen if Jamal Williams is getting the number one running uh, ability there. So keep an eye on Jamal Williams and on DeAndre Swift. But he is my number one waiver claim among all positions and certainly my number one running back. All right, after that, so Jamal Williams, number one. After that, it's going to be Boston Scott. I know it's frustrating, but look, I mean, you know, if Miles Sanders can't get it done or misses any significant time, uh, it's going to be Boston Scott. And he's been, you know, basically a touchdown or bust, but he's getting the work. He's 92 or 82% available. So he could be a nice kind of RB2, RB3 if you're hurting at running back as well. Another one, Dontrell Hilliard for the Tennessee Titans, available in 75% of leagues. 
had a nice run last week. And, you know, Dante Foreman looks okay. And he had a nice uh, explosive run as well. But the Titans are just running and running and running and running. They're not Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson got cut. Okay. If you missed that last week, the Titans are going to run the ball extra. AJ Brown is on IR. Julio Jones is on IR. Ryan Tannehill can't do much through the passing game, right? Their offensive line's a little bit beat up in the passing game as well. So Dontra Hilliard is another speculative ad. And then finally, not finally, I have a ton of running backs on here, but in my kind of top four waiver claims, Matt Breida. Mentioned Matt Breida last week here for the Buffalo Bills. And I think a lot of people that maybe aren't intently tuning into fantasy football might be thinking Matt Breida, first of all, he's still in the league. <laughs> Secondly, he's on the Bills. Third, isn't he third string for the Buffalo Bills? Well, preseason, sure. Uh, three, four weeks ago, yes, he was. Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, kind of that 1A, 1B, or I guess they're both a kind of a 2A, 2B situation. But Matt Breida stormed on, right? Thanksgiving, had a great game. Came back on two weeks ago, had a nice game. He is the most explosive running back for the Buffalo Bills. He's getting the goal line work if it's not Josh Allen. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, right? You don't like to see that for Zach Moss. Devin Singletary, I started him in a league just because you're looking for those requisite touches that Bucky loves. But unfortunately, he wasn't he wasn't able to get it, right? So I'm looking at Matt Breida. Again, these are running backs. Like if you're hurting for running backs, you had the big dogs go down, McCaffrey, Swift, Zeke's banged up and you don't have Pollard, um, Cook, and you don't have Madison, Kamara, and you don't have Ingram. I mean, like if you're in a tough spot right now, this is the time of year that handcuffs and backup running backs and third string running backs end up being league winners. Okay. It happens every single season this year. It could be Jamal Williams. It could be Boston Scott. It could be Dontro Hilliard or Matt Breida. So don't overlook these guys just because they don't have popular names. Jamal Williams does, but these other guys don't have popular names among fantasy circles. All right. Keep an eye on those guys. Once again, Jamal Williams, Boston Scott, Dontrell Hilliard, Matt Breida, my top four waiver claims overall and top four running backs. Okay. Let's get into wide receivers here. Again, assuming Van Jefferson and Darnell Mooney are unavailable. I'm look Kenny Galladay. All right. Extremely frustrating. Uh, only available in about 40% of leagues, but take a look. All right. This wide receiving core for the Giants has been extremely frustrating. You can't guarantee who's going to be healthy, who's not going to be healthy. Saquon Barkley comes in, but he's not very effective. Daniel Jones has a nice projection in fantasy every week, but he's not very effective. I don't love Kenny Galladay. Um, but again, starting wide receiver when he's healthy should be the number one there. Kadarius Tony in and out, Shepard in and out, uh, Slayton in and out, and ineffective. Um, Evan Ingram has been better as of late over the last couple of weeks, but he's kind of uh, unpredictable. So, look, if you're getting a number one wide receiver hypothetically on paper off of waivers, why not? Right. So, take a look at Kenny Galladay. I got to put him up at the top of the list because of his stature, but. I might actually be more interested in Kendrick Bourne. And I love this one, right? Kendrick Bourne for the New England Patriots has been absolutely on fire. Two touchdowns this last week. He has more fantasy points, folks, in PPR leagues, more fantasy points than Dalvin Cook. I'll say that again. Kendrick Bourne, who's the number two, maybe the number three wide receiver on the New England Patriots, more fantasy points than Dalvin Cook. Yikes. Nonetheless, he's available in 80% of leagues, 
Kendrick Bourne was on my 49ers. He was like the fifth string, sixth string guy. No one ever gave him any love. I always kind of shout him out here on the podcast. Soon as he went to the Patriots, I messaged our commish crew, all the commish boys, uh, Alex and Chris, often on the show here. Josh and Kelly have also been on, Eric, over the years. Huge love to them. They're big-time Patriots fans. I messaged them immediately. I was like, yo, I know you guys don't care about Kendrick Bourne and this signing, but I'm telling you this kid's legit. Sure enough, I would argue he's the number one over Aguilar, over Myers, right? I think Kendrick Bourne's at number one for the New England Patriots. And don't look now, but Mac Jones has been on fire, right? It's not a sexy grab. You're not going to want to start Kendrick Bourne. I get it. But there's a couple bye weeks left, okay, this week and next week. And there's just a lot of injuries. There's a lot of injuries. If nothing else, maybe you have good wide receivers, okay? But if you're doing patchwork running backs or whatever, maybe you just need a flex, okay? Kendrick Bourne is a perfect flex. He's more than boom or bust, right? He has touchdown upside. He has reception upside, okay? Plays on an offense that is scoring a lot of points, okay? They have the best differential, best point differential in all of football, the New England Patriots, Okay, their defense causes turnovers. Mac Jones doesn't turn the ball over. Okay, they're moving the ball and their run game is effective, but it's not dominant. So they are throwing the ball quite a bit. Kendrick Bourne has been a recipient of that. All right, a couple more wide receivers. Look, Sterling Shepard's on the list here. And again, it's a Giants wide receiver. I'm not excited about it. But if you need somebody, then hypothetically, the offense should be good. But we saw in that Eagles game that like, yikes, both teams were... I mean, Jalen Hurts had four turnovers, and the Giants still couldn't do anything with it. So not really sure what to do about the Giants, but got to mention Sterling Shepard. Devontae Parker and Will Fuller, if they are coming back to play, then I like them with Tua, right? It's risky again, but look, it's the time of year where most of the good grabs are got, most of the fab is spent. There's not a lot of great options out here, but Devontae Parker has throughout this season and last season had spurts of games where he's been the obvious number one. Now that number one is clearly Jalen Waddle and Jalen Waddle's dominating in Miami right now, but a nice number two touchdown upside, big play potential, another good flex position. If you need one, Devonte Parker, Will Fuller hit or miss, you know, I can't even guarantee that he's going to play or stay healthy. So he's a lot more risky, but again, another uh, option there. And I'll just kind of jump around a little bit. Tua Tungavaloa is my number one quarterback as well, okay? Available in 60% of leagues. He is somebody that I'm looking forward to as well, right? If he's available, scoop him up. Super flex leagues, you can even stream him in single quarterback leagues if you need to. So Tua, uh, along with his teammates, Devontae Parker and Will Fuller. Okay, Russell Gage, uh, LaVisca Chenault, Deshaun Jackson, right? couple catches, opening play for the Raiders, though, a deep bomb, love that. Marcos Valdez-Scantling, T.Y. Hilton, okay? Some of the deeper wide receivers that you can look at. Let's move on to the tight ends very quickly. Cole Komet, okay? Jimmy Graham's not going anywhere, but Cole Komet is still starting to improve. He's playing well. We'll see what happens as Justin Fields comes back, if he comes back. But I like Cole Komet a lot as a streaming tight end going forward. Tyler Conklin had a nice game once again. We keep mentioning him weekly, but you can fire him up. Evan Ingram, like I said, risky, but he is somebody that's played pretty well also. And I had someone, oh, there you go, Foster Moreau right down here at the bottom. Now, he's lower on the list because we're not sure about uh, Darren Waller at this point. But if Darren Waller misses any significant time, Foster Moreau immediately becomes the number one tight end pickup. Okay, Bob had a nice mention of this on his Facebook. 
you can check him out. FF X Factor, Fantasy Football X Factor on uh, on uh, Facebook. Excuse me, on Instagram. Um, he stories puts up stories a lot on the injury reports throughout the week from uh, you know Twitter insiders and and uh, team insiders. And he had mentioned that if Darren Waller misses any significant time, that Foster Moreau is his number one tight end. I totally agree. Foster Moreau had one game this year where D- Darren Waller was out, and he was not Darren Waller, but he is, again, that number one B look for Derek Carr. And I want that on my team, especially at the tight end position. We know they target the tight end in the red zone. We know that they target them up and down the field, right? Play action. So if Darren Waller misses any time, Foster Moreau is going to be the guy for me. Absolutely. Okay. Those are the tight ends and we'll go quick DST and kicker as well. So DST for me, it's going to be the Miami dolphins this week, right? They've been on an absolute tear the last couple of weeks. I've had them on here multiple times, Minnesota Vikings as well. The Kansas city chiefs coming off of a bye week Um, We know how the chiefs play in general. Uh, The defense has gotten much healthier and much better the last couple of weeks. So coming off healthy and off of a bye, they're looking great. And also Andy Reid teams in his illustrious career as a head coach, Andy Reid coached teams off of a bye week are absolutely dominant on both sides of the football. I love the Chiefs this week as well as a streaming DST. And then I have the Raiders and the Giants further down here if you need anybody as well. Now, if I have uh, any kicker in here, it's Michael Badgley, still of the Colts, still only 75 percent uh or i should say 26 percent managed 75 percent available you got to get them on your squad right the colts are scoring at will whether it be jonathan taylor or carson wentz the defense is playing well and michael badge is getting a lot of kicking opportunity and without rodrigo blankenship he's getting that opportunity uh to you know put up eight ten points for you weekly and has the potential to put up maybe 15 for you and at the kicker position that's a steal Matt Prater as well may have been dropped because the Cardinals were on a bye week. Matt Prater, one of the deepest legs in NFL history, right? He had the record before Justin Tucker beat it with a 66-yarder against the Lions earlier in the season. But Matt Prater for the Cardinals is another option that I would like to grab as well. So take a look at him. Might have been dropped off the bye week. And then you have Brandon McManus of the Broncos as well. Um, They're able to move the football, but they don't score a lot of touchdowns. And home game for Denver in that thin air up in mile high. I like that a lot. And then a couple of the names, Jake Elliott for the Eagles. Obviously, they're not scoring touchdowns. And then you have Robbie Gold from my Niners who, look, give it to Jimmy Garoppolo. They are running the offense effectively and efficiently. That run game is dominant right now. Debo Samuel going to miss probably some time. Brandon Ayuk, though, stepping up. George Kittle, not very effective in the pass game, but dominant as a run blocker. And they will use him without Debo in there, plus that run game. They should move the ball well over the next couple of weeks and i like uh robbie gold there as well okay one name i didn't mention that i want to highlight really quickly that'll change everything depending on what happens down here at the bottom if you can see on my screen number 46 all right my qb6 right now but he will be my qb1 easily if he is definitely the starter and that's Taysom hill of the new orleans saints now there's murmurs out of new orleans that they they need to make a change First of all, right? Alvin Kamara's not been healthy, so that clearly doesn't help them. They don't have a true number one wide receiver. They don't have a true number one tight end. Their offensive line is not as dominant as it used to be. It's not The defense is not as dominant as it used to be either. But because Sean Payton is so amazing and they have a good nucleus of guys on that team, 
they're still a competitive bunch. They've been blown out a couple times, but they're still a competitive team. Trevor Simeon has been good, but not good enough, right? Had a great game against Brady and the Bucks somehow, but then comes back and lays a couple eggs. They got, you know, uh, beat up by the Bills. So this is, if they make this change to Taysom Hill, which we thought they might do opening day, but it was Jameis Winston. Then Jameis Winston goes down with a torn ACL out of the season. Then we thought, okay, it might be Taysom Hill. Well, it couldn't be Taysom Hill because he had a concussion at the time. So it's Trevor Simeon. Now Taysom Hill misses a couple extra games because of that concussion. So Trevor Simeon gets maybe more work than even Sean Payton wanted to give him because Taysom Hill wasn't even ready. Well, they started mixing Taysom Hill back in the mix. Looks like he's fully ready to go. And now he might be the starting quarterback moving forward. If he is, he immediately catapults to my number one. Now, you can make a case for Tua, who's been playing well. And if you're in six point for passing touchdown leagues, then I think Tua would get the edge. If you're in four point for passing touchdown leagues, I would give it to Taysom Hill because he has the rushing upside. Okay. What Taysom Hill can do on the ground is similar to, you know, he's similar to Cam Newton. And of course, those guys are totally different physically, right? But think about it. Taysom Hill is a decent passer and he can make throws, but he gets his fantasy points on the ground. Okay. Last year in the couple of starts when Drew Brees was out, two rushing touchdowns in one game, two passing touchdowns in another. Cam Newton, we I mean he got benched this week, right? Cam Newton is not an effective passer anymore. But for the two, three weeks he was playing, two and a half weeks, he was effective for fantasy because he runs the ball. Alvin Kamara is still beat up. Mark Ingram is still beat up. If Taysom Hill becomes the quarterback and the running back, at least in the red zone of the goal line, he he has 20 to 25, 30 point upside as a fantasy quarterback, even if he throws for 180 yards. Okay. He did that last year a couple of times and he had back to back to back 20 plus yard or 20 fantasy point performances. Okay. With subpar passing numbers. It doesn't matter. The cheat code in fantasy is the running quarterback and Taysom Hill is that guy. All right. So keep an eye on that. I, I have him down on the list because as of this recording, it's not official that he is the starter but he's taking reps with the number ones this week, which makes me think he will be the starter. If he is, then, and we hear that before you have to clear waivers by chance, if he is the number one, I would go get him. If you have a bench spot to add or it, look, if it's not determined that Taysom Hill is the number one before waivers uh, pass, don't spend a number one claim on him, right? Don't burn all your fab unless you're good at every other position and maybe you have some quarterback trouble, then of course go ahead. But just keep an eye on him. And maybe Wednesday comes up, maybe Thursday morning happens and they go, oh, Taysom Hill's a starter. Boom, he's free on waivers at that point. You can go scoop him up if you need a quarterback, single quarterback. If he's the starter, I'm good to stream him as well in single quarterback leagues, but super flex of course, as well. And he might still be available because he just hasn't been able to play this year. So he's only 3% managed. That's insane. 95 plus percent um, availability across fantasy leagues. Go take a look at uh, Taysom Hill as well. And then Nick Westbrook, Akeen's a fun name as well. He is the number one there. He's my number 14 wide receiver because I don't want any wide receivers for Tennessee right now. But if you need somebody who's getting the number one looks, right? Nick Westbrook-Akeen is that guy in Tennessee. Okay, so I'm going to do a, 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 a quick rundown here of the rest of my uh, 
rest of my squad. And then we're going to get out and I'm going to give you a new sponsor that we have as well. I'm very excited to end the show with as well. So again, number one through four are all running backs. Jamal Williams, Boston Scott, Dontrell Hilliard, Matt Breida. Okay. After that, Kenny Galladay, but I'm not crazy about him or Sterling Shepard about the Giants. But if you get a number one wide receiver, that's the one you want. Okay. So pick your poison there. Tua Tungavailoa. My top quarterback, unless it's Taysom Hill. He could be my number one or my number one B. So keep an eye on those guys. Kendrick Bourne, maybe my number one wide receiver over those Giants guys, right? But he's not the number one, at least on the depth chart for the Patriots. I think he is, though, with the effectiveness of fantasy-wise, right? We know Myers isn't a touchdown guy, obviously. One over his career, okay? And then Aguilar's been playing well. Nikhil Harry's even had a couple of good moments, but not consistently. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's been that guy there. Okay. Devontae Parker, Russell Gage, Cole Komet, Taylor Heineke is a quarterback, you know, didn't play very well on Monday night with that mess of a game. Uh, but he's been pretty effective in the games before that. So keep an eye on him. I'm not interested in Tevin Coleman, but he is a running back. Okay. Let's Chenault, Deshaun Jackson, Marque- Marquez Valdez Scantling, T.Y. Hilton. And then you can look at guy way deep if you need to. You know, you're looking at guys like Mac Jones at quarterback, Tyler Conklin, Michael Badgley, right? Things like that. Evan Ingram, if you need to stream tight end as well. But of course, first look at the primetime guys. See if by chance Van Jefferson, Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Rob Gronkowski, Darnell Mooney, or Justin Fields is available by chance. Long shot, I'm sure, but there's a potential that they could be open as well okay that is going to break it down for the week 13 waiver wire ads before i get out of here i do want to give another shout out here to a brand new sponsor that we have and you know first of all i just want to thank you know the sponsors um that we've had over the show and over the season it helps a lot and if you you know i listen to podcasts all day long right um i hear the sponsor reads I know that a lot of people kind of click through them, you know, or you fast forward through them and and like, look, let's be real. I get it. Okay. It's a commercial. We live in a world now where unless you're watching cable TV, you don't have commercials anymore. I guess you have them on Hulu, but you don't have commercials anymore. Okay. So you're used to kind of like, ah, I've heard this before. I don't want to hear this. Look, it is really important to me. It's important to us. It's important to our show and our sponsors that we would appreciate it. If nothing else, go check out the websites of these places right? The Jersey jungle, bomb banana, hot sauce, right? Bet online. Okay. Good sports. The foundation that we donate 10% of our proceeds to for the Sunday live show, right? Care factor is an excellent, you know, sponsor of us. They help us out a lot and they're trying to do good for people with hair loss. Okay. And then of course the believe podcast network who streams over 300 sports affiliated podcasts. We are the one-stop shop for fantasy football, but every fantasy, every NFL team, every NBA team, NFL team, NHL team, they all have a team-specific podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, and there's many others as well, right? There's boxing, uh, there's tennis, there's people talking high school sports, college sports, right? Retired players, there's former um, professional athletes and color, um, color commentators on those podcasts as well, sideline reporters. Excellent. So go check out the Believe Podcast Network on your podcast as well, and you can check them out. Before I get out of here, I do want to give a shout out to a new sponsor of ours, and that is Lightbox. With the holiday season coming up, this could be an excellent grab 
All right, so here we go. Shout out to our new sponsor, Lightbox. Say goodbye to the dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones of blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white diamonds. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off and priced so they won't have to. They really make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Shouts out to our new sponsor, Lightbox. Big up, of course, to the Believe Podcast Network, all of our other sponsors as well. Visit BetOnlineAG for their new and improved website as well. This episode and all episodes of the TCK Pod have been brought to you by BetOnline and Believe Podcast Network as well as the rest of our sponsors. Sorry I wasn't with you on Sunday morning, folks. I I got a new job and um, I'm working mornings, like morning mornings, like 1 a.m., 3 a.m., and... (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm just not able to uh, make it for the Sunday live shows. I'm going to try to squeeze a couple in uh, at the end of the season here, but there's a chance I may be out for the rest of the year on Sunday lives. And I really apologize. It's my favorite part of the whole week, meeting up with the guys and talking with you all live. So I apologize for that. Um, It's just something I need to do right now for myself, for my family. So I'm working those Sunday mornings. That being said, If you have personal questions or like, you know, you get the guy's opinions, of course. But if you want to know my thoughts as well, please DM me on Twitter at Sky Guasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O. Or find me on Facebook at Sky Guasco or on Instagram, fantasyfootball underscore TCK pod. You can also, of course, message any of the fantasy focus networks or leave a rate and review and put your question in that, right? Go download the podcast, Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on Spotify, you know, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your music, iTunes. Download the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Leave us a, a rate and a review. Five stars would be excellent, but just be honest with it. I appreciate it. Leave us a quick review. It literally takes 30 seconds, helps us boost our al- algorithm, helps us get the podcast out, right? But it also lets me know that y'all are listening, and then you can just type it in be like, yo, Love the podcast because of this, or I don't like the podcast at all, but Sky told me to do this, so I downloaded it. Also, should I start this guy or this guy? I still have a trade deadline coming up. Should I do this or this? Yo, man, I'm the number one seed. I get a bye week. How should I prep my team for the second week of the fantasy playoffs? Let's look ahead at this roster. Let's do it. I'm into that. It is go time. It is the time of season where we're gearing up for the fantasy football playoffs. We're going to help you get those hashtag TCK titles, and I'm here ready for it. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much for supporting the program. Sorry I missed you on Sunday, but I will be back with you later this week for the game previews for week 13. Bob's going to be bringing you the game recaps tomorrow, right? So he'll be breaking those down as I usually do, but Bob's going to take over. And of course, Buck and Bob coming up after that. So stick to it. We'll catch you next time. Make sure to give us a like, follow, and subscribe anywhere you listen to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast or Fantasy Focused Network. Go to YouTube as well and check out the Fantasy Football Network with a ton of independent 
uh, channels, different content, different creators. It's a great place to be. Appreciate all the sponsors. Appreciate all the followers. We'll catch you next time. I'm your host, Sky Guasco, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.